ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Can you lift your two hands up? I want to just show gratitude to God. We will remember the works of the hands of God. Remember something. Find something to remember. Find something to remember. Something God has done for you. Lift your hands and thank Him. Remember, find something. Remember something God has done for you. Remember something God has done for you. Remember something God has done for you. Thank you, Jesus. Remember something for you. Remember something for you. Remember Oh, Marianda Scara, Mionko Sterianga, Lenene Namama Korianda Bapa Karababa, Rivan Barian Keperin Contoste, Ilene Mimankan Torianda Balaramama Sandeke. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. You want to thank, uh, you want to turn your Bible, sorry, to John chapter 1. You want to pray. A very important prayer, and then we will be moving. Number, verse 1 of John chapter 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hallelujah. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. Amen. All things were made by Him. And without him was not anything made that was made. The New American Standard Bible says, verse 3 says, All things came into being through him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. 
the New Living Translation says, God created everything through him. And nothing was created except through him. The Living Bible says, He created everything there is. Nothing exists that He didn't make. The Amplified Bible says, All things were made and came into existence through Him. And without Him, not even one thing was made that has come into being. Ladies and gentlemen, today, I want us to rise to our feet and pray a very important prayer. This is the first Sunday of the year, which means there are over 50 more Sundays. Mm. We have a lot of weeks ahead of us. A lot of things must happen this year. A lot. A lot of things must happen this year. But the Bible says, without God, nothing that must happen will happen. Something must happen to your life in July. Hmm. Major, major, major something must happen in July. Wow. But if you set God aside, it will never happen. Wow. Today, we are going to pray and commit ourselves to God. That if we have to drop anything, mm. it shouldn't be God. Amen. You can drop your education, your friendships, your money, mm. your marriage, your business, but do not drop God. Amen. He says, nothing, without him, there is nothing that should happen. Nothing. That will happen. And I want to say to those of us who have in time past succeeded in putting God away. And you have still managed to have a great life. Mm. There are many of you here like that. Without God... You've got money. Without God, you've got a job. You have managed to live a great life and there's no God in it. I want to tell you that anything you get without God, anything you get without God is only waiting for a storm. 
Wow. It's only waiting. It, it will never be stable. You want to lift up your two hands? I want to welcome the choir to come to the stage. The royals. Lift your two hands and we are praying one prayer. That this year you will walk with God. Amen. You will have God. Amen. You will move with God. Amen. Open your mouth and pray. Without Him, nothing you are expecting to happen will happen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that we will go with you. Yes, like Moses said, if your presence does not go with me, I will not go. Everybody, open your mouth and pray. We are praying. Pray that God will be in your life in February. Pray that God will be in your life in March. Pray that God will be in your life in October. Yes, Lord, to go through the year with you, to go through the year with you, to go through the year with you, Rebella 
Lift your right hand. translation says I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead 
I want to suffer with him. Sharing in his death. This morning, we want to pray our final prayer. That we will know God to this extent. You know, there are some people who want relationships that only have happiness. Relationships that only have pleasures. As soon as there's trouble, they disappear. But you never get the best out of such relationships. Relationships are like wells. Wow. Wow. You can draw. You can draw from a relationship. But when you are with a person, and in this case with God, and like Job's wife, your mind is only to enjoy, mm. to receive pregnancies, receive children coming from the pregnancies. Enjoy. When you step out of your house, you see buildings your husband has built. You see asses and horses and bands. You see children who are happy. But you never want to see a child who has died. You, want, you don't want to see a house which has caught fire. No. You don't want to experience the pain that comes. How, how is it possible? Everybody has got a pleasure part and a pain part. Mm. Everybody has a pleasure part and a pain part. Everybody. And if your mind is only to experience the pleasure part of the person, then you will not have the completeness of the person. Because the great things you can get from that person always will come not from the pleasure part. Wow. Or from the pain part. Wow. Wow. So I, I'm happy that today, by the grace of God, we can read this from somebody who wants a relationship with a person. So he said, just as you want, also want to know Sam, Sam, Sammy, and you want to know Francis, you want to know Barbara. He also was, I want to know Christ. Wow. Then he even said, I want to know the power. Mm. And these are the nice parts. Nice. The power that heals. Mm. The power that raises from the dead. If I his own word, the power that raised him from the dead. I mean, this is wonderful. I mean, imagine yourself knowing the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Wow. No, just you can even close your eyes and think yourself, think hey. of yourself walking in the power that resurrected the dead body of Christ. What will not come to life in your life? Professor. Hey. If you have this power, will your business die? No. Will your marriage die? No. Will your finances die? No. As soon as your finances are going down, you deploy the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Amen. This is, this is, 
and, and all these things, we may call it power, but it belongs to the pleasure part. Pleasure. Teach. Teach. But he says, I also want to suffer with him. Also want to suffer. To the extent of sharing in his death. My dear friends, we are in 2020. And some people say, and I believe it, that is the year of the double portion. Two, zero, two, twenty itself, and two, two twenties. Wow. Twenty, twenty, double portion. Wow. Wow. I want to announce that I believe that it's a year of double portion. Amen. But I want to have seven people who also believe with me that the double portion is not just the double portion of pleasures, mm. but the double portion of sufferings. Sufferings. Some of you, before you see the pleasure, you must see the pain. I'm saying that by the prayer we are about to pray, we are going to arrange ourselves Amen. to receive some pain, wow. Wow. to endure some inconvenience, mm. to be at home with unrealized expectations. Anybody here who is only interested in the double portion of 2020 will not go far with God. Because mm. double portion of pleasures is not what will reveal the glory to you. Anyone who lives a life avoiding pain and avoiding suffering never rises to become great. Anybody who lives his life seeking pleasures, there's pain here. I move. There's money here. Ah, there's happiness here. There's suffering here. No, there are issues here. No. Mostly, such people are not different from animals. They are very low. Your greatness is in your ability to be around something that has problems. Wow. Because those problems are only for a night. Joy comes Hallelujah. inside the morning. In the morning, by 7 a.m., there is joy. There's joy. By 7 a.m., we are going to pray and ask the Lord to give us this way. This year, don't bring convenience. There's nothing in it. Only ice cream. Mm. And one of the most dangerous things to live your life on is ice cream. Mm. Avoid it. There's not much in it. I promise someone here that by February there'll be some pain. Your hand has come down. Mm. 
I said by February there will be some pain. Amen. But we need the people who also say, I want to. No, he didn't say, I want to go to America. I want to marry a man. No. I want to marry a woman. No. No, he says, I want to suffer with him. Suffer. This is the man who ends up becoming the Paul. Wow. That's why there's nothing to you. You are nothing. You, 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 you even don't have anything. You are just empty because all your life is left looking for power and pleasures. Samuel told Saul that when you leave my presence, you meet some people with goats and bread and wine. They will give you some. Collect it. But when you continue moving, you will meet pastors. Join them. You will meet shepherds. You will meet people who are prophesying. That is speaking under inspiration. Join them. Michael. You cannot be in the church only looking for bread and wine and goat meat. You cannot. God is looking for people who will suffer with him this suffer. My dear friend, that is how to know him. Can you lift your hands? We are praying that we will embrace suffering to embrace suffering tiredness for God tiredness for the world tiredness in pleasing God pain that comes when you please Him you will embrace troubles I will say in all these things David behaved himself wisely you behave properly even in pain. Lift your answer now and begin to pray. Not just the power part, but the pain part. This year, we don't only want the power, we also want the pain, the inconvenience. that I may know him. Jago Jago, 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 Jago,
Excited to be in church. Well, as you well know, it's testimony time. Amen. Now, testimony time is not story time. Testimony time is a time of power, it's a time of hope. Hallelujah. Genesis 45, verse 7, please. Genesis 45, verse 7. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. I don't know what you are going to encounter this year, but God sent me to tell you something. That whatever it is that you are going to go through, this year, by the grace of God, your life will be preserved. Your business will be preserved. That you are going to experience great deliverances. If you believe it, can I get a loud amen? So our first testimony this morning. I'm going to read out. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we in church? I'm going to read out our first testimony. It's from a brother in church. Says Galatians 6 says, Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Said, My testimony is about how God blessed me and my family 
after I sold into the lives of one of our pastors and his wife. About two weeks before Christmas, I sold in kind into the lives of the pastor and his wife. It all started after I kept having recurring promptings to be a blessing to them this Christmas. May you also have a prompting to be a blessing to someone. Just for at least two months, there were times I would find myself thinking about the man of God and his wife throughout the day and at night before I sleep. And sometimes as soon as I wake up, I believe it was the Holy Spirit talking to me. Two weeks after I sowed these seeds, God blessed me in kind. May you also receive a blessing. Said so at my workplace, we are given rice and oil before Christmas every year. But this year, my boss also gave me extra groceries, which are only given to special groups of people. You are also becoming special. May you also become selected. So God blessed me financially after the wife of the servant of God spoke blessings of abundance into my life. May you also receive blessings from a blessed person. Didn't end there. He said, in addition to the groceries, my boss gave me money. And on three different occasions, before and during Christmas holidays, just in case you are wondering, yes, I have paid my tithes on the cash very quickly. <laughs> said, as if this was not enough, my boss gave me another set of the special groceries. By the grace of God, I did not spend any money on groceries this Christmas. The groceries my boss gave me were so many that I even had to share some with other people. May the Lord bless you bountifully in this 2020. May you have more than enough to give away. May you have more than enough to share. May you have extra in the name of Jesus. He said, my message to the church, I didn't do this because I wanted something from God. Though I knew he would eventually bless me. Rather, I did it because things like this fill my heart with joy. Whenever you sow a financial or physical seed into the life of a servant of God or his or her family, God will smile down at you from heaven. May you find someone to bless and may the smile of God be looking down on you in Jesus' name. And when God smiles down at you, you can expect all the blessings he gives to his children. In the name of Jesus. May you walk in a blessing this year in Jesus' name. You know, I share this testimony so that you know that God is still in the business of blessing. Some of you didn't see blessings this Christmas because you didn't follow the prophetic instruction from our Father when He asked us to be a blessing. How many of you were a blessing to someone this year, this Christmas? May a blessing come your way as well in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So to bring us our second testimony... Help me welcome our brother, Augustus Daniel. Oh, your hand clap is very weak. Coming all the way from Libya quarters, he's a Basenta leader and a Ben MP star. Put your hands together for Augustus. Good morning. Good morning. Pastor Jerry. Good morning, church. I'm Daniel Augustus from Libya quarters region. I'm a Basenta leader in a Ben MP star and I'm also in the Titan team. Beautiful. So what has the Lord done for you? Uh, 
my testimony is about how God gave me a series of victories. Wow. Last year. A series of victories? Yes. Are you interested in hearing this testimony? Please tell us. The battles were very, very tough last wow. year. But through it all, there was victories at the end of each of the battles. Wow. This is how it goes. Um, early December, about four weeks ago. That's December we just... Yes, about four weeks ago. I came to church. I closed, got back home around 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I realized that the iron I used in the morning, I didn't put off the switch. And the surprising thing was that the iron was just an inch away from my bed. You, you were telling me about your bed. Describe your bed to us. It's, it's, it's a high density. Full of... Uh, May you also sleep on something nice this year. It's, it's a very nice bed. High density. And it is, it is not the wooden... All the round edges are all foam. Wow. So you could imagine. So it means it could have caught fire easily. It could have caught fire easily. Wow. I was very surprised because I'm the type that any time I'm stepping out, I, I off everything in my room. Mm. But that day, I don't know. I didn't know what just happened. I just forgot. So nothing got bent. Nothing got Nothing bent. got damaged. Nothing got damaged. So is that all that happened? No, not, 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 not. Something not. else? Something. So many. That same week, I, 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 I was having a meeting with some people. That same, that, this testimony was on Sunday, and on its Friday, Friday, early in the morning, I was supposed to catch up with the meeting very early in the morning. I left home around 8 a.m. Before I left home, I prepared some seal, so I was hitting the seal. I was hitting the seal. Surprisingly, I came back home around 10.30 to 11 p.m. And I realized that I didn't put off the fire. You see the pot on the stove? Look at it. From morning, 8 a.m. to 10.30, 11 that's about 14 hours. Yeah, that's about 14 hours. This small silver was on the banner wow. with a flame of fire from morning to evening. What about 14 hours? May you also escape the attacks that are coming your way. In 2020, may the Lord give you a different route to use. May the Lord open a door of escape for you. May you find a means to jump out of a situation. Receive a blessing now. I was very, very, very much surprised because I'm not the type that would just play careless like this. You are not the type who leaves the switches on. No, 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 no. And no, you are no. also not the type that leaves your stove on. I'm very conscious of some of these things. But that particular week, I don't know what happened. So again, the nothing else day, got damaged. Is that? So nothing else got damaged. Nothing got damaged. So what it. happened after that? The next day, I was, because I was thinking about the whole thing how the things were just following. The next day, I tried to 
invest some time into praying early in the morning. And during the prayers, I just fell into trance and I got to a know trance that. is a type of vision. May you also see things in Jesus' name. What was being revealed shows that it was an attack. Wow. Yeah. Four months ago, that was around August, I had a police case. I was detained for more than 24 hours in a police custody. And my dad was really trying hard to help you. help you resolve the case. That week that I had the police case and we were to report within that week. We reported and my dad lives at Kaneshi. I am in Medina. Before it was police uh, headquarters, the police headquarters that place. So my dad got home and realized that everything got bent. In his house? In his house. The house, not everything in the house. The, the whole house, house got bent. And everything. So what everything. was left? The shirt that he was wearing with the slippers. That was the only property my father was having at that point. This is just about four months ago. Before you also experienced your Before attack. Before I also experienced this attack. So the Lord took you back so four months ago. So the Lord took me back four months ago to show me that this, what happened, it's the police normal. case and this fire case was, wasn't ordinary. Oh, I don't know why some of you are not clapping. I don't know why some of you don't see the hand of God in his life. That you can't see that it is the hand of God that has delivered him. May a hand also visit your life. May a hand also visit your home. May a hand also visit your situation. In the name of Jesus. So as it stands now, what's your father's state? Now, I will tell you that my dad recovered twice of what he has lost already. May the, may the Lord also recompense what you have lost. May the, God, may the God of heaven also give you double for your trouble. If you believe it, shout double for your trouble. Say double for your trouble. I, I visited my dad last week. And I realized that everything was just normal. And he was even telling me that if not of what happened, we didn't have gotten all these things. And he was telling me, oh, look at because of this thing, I wouldn't have gotten all these things. So, what do you, what do you think is the reason for this the great deliverance? Let me tell all of us, okay? I, I, I learned something from one of our daddy's preaching, just a little bit more. That preaching, I listen to it almost every week, just a little bit. And I always try to do something just a little but though I am very busy, I am very busy type, I go out very early, I come home very late, but I try to do just a little bit more in wow. the house of God. And mm -hmm. I always thank my daddy, my pastor, Reverend Nyaku, for pulling me along. May a pastor also pull you into the work of God. The, the day I got home to realize that my silver was on the a flame of fire since morning, 
I closed from the meeting around 6 to 7. So my pastor called me that, okay, he's in the area, so we should go for visitation. I didn't even go home. I met him, and then we went to do our normal rounds. So I realized that, to it all, the little, little, little things we are doing in the house of God, it what saves us. Somebody say the little things. May you find something to do in the house of God this year. Let us all try to give God a reason to save us from trouble. Let's give God a reason to bless us. Mm. Let's give God a reason to increase our lives. Amen. If you don't give God a reason to bless you, you remain unblessed. Mm. And the same as you are all the time. Can you put your hands together for Augustus? May you not remain the same this year. May you also give God a reason to step into your life and do something great. Our very, very final testimony is coming from Mrs. Oheni Edu. Put your hands together as she comes up on stage. You must get used to the new name. You must get used to the new name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, Pastor Jerry. The joy is too much. Good morning. Good morning once again. So, um, please, I would like to read something from Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. Can you please put it up for me? Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. Okay. The word of God says that, And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. Amen. Mm. Can we clap for the word of God? Because the word of God is true. So my testimony is about the same thing. How God used our prophet, our own bishop, Edwin Morgan Ugo, to bring me out of a pit to where I'm standing right now. Amen. Tell us about it. So... Um, about last two years, that's um, 31st December, well, it's my norm to go and see Daddy for him to pray for me. I like, I like to be prayed for a lot. Bishop Ogo. That, yeah, that's Bishop Ogo. And all this while, for about nine years, or let me say seven years before that time, anytime I go to him for prayers, at the back of my mind, I'm just hoping that he'll pray for a husband for me. But anytime I go, he's praying about ministry. When I come out, I'm like, ah, so why? Every day ministry and every day let your basenta grow and let, oh, why? May you be excited about prayers that come to you. But, well, I just received the prayers. And I'm like, but that, doesn't he know that I need a husband? How come he has never prayed for a husband for you me? You see, some of you, eh, in 2020, the Lord is going to surprise you. I said, the Lord is going to surprise you. I said, the Lord is going to surprise you. He will do exceeding abundantly above. If you believe it, shout aloud, amen. So, on 31st December 2018, I went to him again and I asked him. No, I went to him. I just went to him. And as he was chatting with me, he said, you know, my wish for you in the next year is that you'll be married. 
May you hear what you want to hear. And on 1st January 2019. Wait, so this was 2018 crossing into 2019. Yes, please. I don't know if you are sitting in this church this morning and you have ears to hear. But I believe that God is going to release a word this morning. If you can receive this word from our pastor. If you can receive this word from our bishop. If you can receive this word from our father. I believe that by 2020, 31st night, you are going to cross over into 2021 with a testimony to share. If you believe it, shout a loud amen. Amen. So on 1st January, Hmm. my husband now started chatting with me around 3 p.m. Jesus. And we've known each other for a long time. Um, we used to, I was born again in a Christian fellowship in Kumasi. That was the same fellowship we belonged to years back. Hmm. But somehow he couldn't see me. We used to chat a lot. But every time he chats with me, he'll be like, how is the family? I also say, the family is fine. He also asked me, I also asked him, how is the family? He also said the family is fine. But what's the family? May the blessing that is around you begin to locate you. May your eyes open. Or may that blessed person's eyes open to see you now in the name of Jesus. But because my father's wish was that in 2019 I'll be married. Just less than 24 hours. For the first time he asked me, how is the family? I said the family is fine. He asked again, are you married? For the first time, we chatted They didn't hear you. They didn't hear you. So right after Bishop prayed for you, the next day, when, he ch- when you were chatting again, he didn't just ask how the family was. What did he ask again? He asked, are you married? May you receive a question that you are looking for. May you hear what you want to hear. I see some ladies receiving rings in this room right now. You will end 2020 with a ring on your finger. If you believe it, shout amen. Amen. So that wish began something very interesting on 1st January. From 1st January. And by the grace of God, by 28th December, I was married here in this auditorium. I like the way you are clapping. By my father's Oh, I like the way you are clapping. The people to this side, you don't seem too excited. You don't seem too excited. But there are things that you have been waiting for for many years. By the end of 2020, you will see them in the name of Jesus. I am standing on this testimony. And I'm telling you that this year will not end without you seeing your breakthroughs. Without you saying a testimony. Without you having that blessing that you have been looking for. If you believe it, can I hear a scream? So I want to encourage the church that let's take our father's word seriously. Let's see him as our prophet. Whatever he says, let's do them. Sometimes when he says you should do something, we go back and just grumble in our hearts and we are not willing to do them. When your father is happy with you, he doesn't need to pray for you. His wish can come to pass for you. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord, somebody. May the wish of a father also come to pass in your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 91 verse 4. Or say, He will cover you with His feathers. Hallelujah. He will shelter you with His wings. Amen. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Hallelujah. Kacha wanyanko says, Semishen wa yamami 2019. Oh, Kacha wanyanko says, Semishen wa yamami 2019. 
Obeya mami 2020. Hallelujah. Bonsem kese pama Jesus. Kings kwa mubeti mi abuami. Muso injina monasi na mumbuami. Hallelujah. Jesus, I don't pay. Oh, my 
Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. Amen. The Bible says in all things, give thanks. So this morning we are coming to continue thanking God for his goodness and mercy. Amen.
letting your hand clap can be far better. Are you happy to be in church this morning? It's our first Sunday of the year 2020. And I'm happy to see that you are in church. Some of you, some years ago, you'd have still been recovering from your 31st hangover. Some of you would have been doing top-ups. But today you are in the house of God on the first Sunday of the year. And it's also the first Sunday of a new decade. So what a blessing it is to be here. Hallelujah. But are you ready for the word this afternoon? I'm not going to keep you waiting. So I want you to stand to your feet with me as we welcome the gift of God that is in our midst. You can make some noise and clap your hands and help me to welcome to this pulpit the Bishop Edwin Morgan O'Gar. Come on, Living Bank Cathedral, you can do better. Clap your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping. Can you lift your hands up and thank God for the first year, first Sunday of the year? Just thank Him. Find a reason to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Just bless His name. Bless His name. Somebody here is receiving wisdom for a problem in your life. 
wisdom for a problem you are experiencing lift your hands and receive wisdom there is something you are going through God is giving you wisdom 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 Lift your hands and just receive wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you for wisdom. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your mighty blessing. For your mighty blessing. For your mighty blessing. Oh, yes, Lord. For your mighty blessing. For your mighty blessing. Yes. For your mighty blessing. Mighty blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to welcome you. You look beautiful in white. It means the year is going to be one beautiful year for you. And this year i'm praying that you will be counted among the shepherds of the house of god some of us are praying to be counted among those who have been to america before somebody shared a testimony how last year she was not married and now she's married. So now when we are counting messes, she's one of them. You may not be a messes. You are not even a miss. I don't even know what you are. But if you can join the list of shepherds, shepherds, everything is in the shepherd's work. The wedding ring is there. The honeymoon plane tickets are there. Can you help me tell your neighbor you are missing something? You are really missing something. But I'm very happy to see you in church. Tell the person I'm very happy to see you in church. Hallelujah. Well, today I feel privileged to share with you the word of God. And I mean, I'm happy to share with you the word of God. So the title of today's message is The Word of God. That's the title for today's message. The Word of God. So if you go home and they ask you, what did the pastor preach about? Say, the pastor preached on the word of God. Hmm. It's sad. It's unfortunate. I'm just remembering something Jesus Christ said. 
that anyone hmm, It, it, it just it just flashed through my mind because I suddenly feel sad. I don't know how some of you came to be here and how you got to be here. has introduced a big curse in your life. And many of you are not recovering from it. Look around very carefully. There are diamonds here. There are marriages here. There are wives all over here. There are brand new cars. There are beautiful families here, but you will never see. And you may never get it, even though you are here. And it's all because of how you came here. Many of you did not come here the right way. Whenever you get the chance to witness to someone, don't make yourself the main subject. Don't make your church the main subject. Come to my church and see my church. See my pastor. Don't make your bishop the main thing. That's how many of you got to be here. And I'm grieving. I'm grieving. Because I get sad. You know, just looking at you makes me very sad. You see, in John chapter 10, verse 1, this is not the beginning, I'm just, I'm just saying something. It says, Verily I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold. You know, we are sheep. Yeah, we are sheep. Psalm 95, verse 6 says we are the sheep of his hand. We are sheep. The Lord is our shepherd. You know? So verse 1 of John 10, but once you are here, go to verse 4, Psalm 95 verse 4. Sorry, 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 sorry. Verse 7. 
For he is our God. And we are the people of his pastor. If you have ever paid attention in church ever before, let it be today. Today is the day. This is the first Sunday. And you are about to hear the most important message for the rest of your life. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. John 10.1 He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold. Ha! <sighs> it's difficult for me. But climb back up some other way. So there are other ways you can be here. There is a way you should use to come here. And that way is called the door. But you can also enter Without the door. I'll take it again. Today I'm taking my time because this is not preaching. Today is just talking. I'm sharing from the innermost crevices of my heart. He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is not a good person. He's a thief and a robber. So I want you to know and to note that there are many ways into the house of God. You can enter through the house of God through your pastor. It's a way. You can enter the house of God through your bishop. You can enter the house of God through the advertisements you see on the billboards. But you can also choose to enter by the door. And those who enter by the door are the genuine ones. Anybody sitting here who has not entered this kingdom by the door. You know, I, I feel I should emphasize again that you can be here through other ways. Even though we know that there is a door. Jesus is saying that you can also enter through other ways. And some of you got here through other ways. Help me, Lord. Now, let me not bore you. That door, you 
can imagine is Jesus. That door is Jesus. But I have been looking for Jesus. The closest I have found is an Italian model. A very handsome Italian model. Another Jesus I have found is an actor called Jim. Today, I am introducing the door to you. Because some of you seated here, resplendent in white, are armed robbers. Some of you seated here are thieves. You know, Jesus told a parable, actually, of a man who threw a party and sent his servants to go and call people anywhere, anybody in town. So they went and found, gathered all of them, and they came, they sat down. And as soon as they sat down, the master of the house himself entered the banquet hall. As soon as he entered, even before he sat down, he pointed to somebody and asked him, why he is not in the right attire. And the man said, ah, but I was sitting somewhere and they came to call me. Also, what he didn't know was that other people who were sitting with him managed to find the right attire. He organized the access and they threw him out. So, we may all be here, but there is a spiritual preset you should be wearing. Another verse, another scripture to confirm the fact that you can be at a place the wrong way. The wrong way. Today is the beginning of the year. The year of the shepherd. So, I want to talk about how to begin the year. How do you begin the year? How do you begin a wedding? How do you begin a marriage? How do you begin a new job? John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. That's why I said the title of the message today is the word of God. 
In the beginning was the word. Hmm. And that word was with God. That is, if you are not with God, you will never find that word. Because the word is not found in a university. The word is not found in your office. The word is not in the bank. The word is not in the hospital. The word is not in the school. The word was with God. So anybody who wanted that word had to be with God. And then the word was God. So there is nobody here who should say that he cannot find God. Like I just said, I've been looking for Jesus and the closest I have found is an Italian model who took a picture that he is Jesus. But the Bible says the word was God. The word. So anybody who wants to find God only needs to find the word of God. And you have found God. Anyone interested in knowing God only must find the word. And he has found God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. Verse 2. The same. That same, the same is the word. Was in the beginning with God. I'm very happy to see you in church on the first Sunday of the year. I'm very happy that you have climbed the hill to find God. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. All things were made by him. <laughs> some people should be poo-pooing in their underwear by this time. Because some of you have got certain things. But it was not through the word. You should be very disturbed. All things were made this year, 2020. Everything that will happen to you. Your marriage, your pregnancy, your job, your healing, your promotion, your peace of... Unless I am misinterpreting all things. All things were made by him. So, if you want to marry... Better find the word. Because it is through the word that marriage will be made in your life. Anybody interested in having a happy home? Happy home. All things. 
were made by him. Now, the disturbing part is that, and without him, was not anything made that was made. So, some things have been made, but they are not real. Some of you listening to me have successfully made some things. You've made a marriage. You've made a church. You've made a ministry. I don't know how, but you, you, you have managed to stand on the stage to sing for God. Without him was not anything made that was made. Without the word. I'm saying that. You no, know, Christ said, for without me, you can do nothing. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. How many of you are looking for Jesus Christ? Want to love Jesus Christ? Want to know Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Can I have a Bible? Yes, my dear. This is that Jesus Christ. This year, if you put this aside, you are finished. you put this aside you should be very worried if there's anything in your hand because that thing in your hand is not real if you have managed to get a husband without the word of God you should be urinating in your panties as I'm speaking now yeah because that thing you have got that thing ha is about to turn into vapor. Without him was not anything made that was made. Those of you who are happy or you are okay without the word of God, you are okay. That happiness is spurious. It's fake. Now these days I'm hearing a few things. I'm hearing stories. That make me very, very happy with my life. Oh, I'm very, a lot of things appear great, but they are not great. And it's just in recent time, I just hear it. I say, really? Wow. Hey, wow. Really? Wow. Sometimes you can look at somebody... And think that your life is useless. Yeah. But what you don't know is that your life is ten times better than that thing you are looking at. I'm telling you. You know, this is the year of the shepherd. Even in the first service, I preached about shepherding. But that was a mistake. Because without the word of God, You cannot be made into a shepherd. 
As some of you became shepherds without the word of God. Some of you became shepherds without the word. You became members without the word of God. Because you can be without the word of God. You don't need the word of God to be here. You don't need watch my lips. You don't need the word of God to marry. You don't need the word of God to have a family. You don't need the word of God to start a business. You don't need the word of God to start a school. You don't need the word of God to grow. You don't need God to do anything. You don't need him. You can do everything without him. You can. As many of you have shown. Without, without being serious in the word of God, you've managed to display your breast to get a husband. So, you are, you, you, your testimony, so you should grab the microphone for me and say, hey, you are preaching falsehood. I managed to get a husband without God. Find something else to preach and stop presenting God as somebody without whom we can. I'm living without God. Go to town. You see businesses and companies Without God. You don't need God. I said you don't need God to start a company. You can be a crook and have a company. You can push God away and have your business. Today, if there is anything I want to tell you, the Bible. Can you sit down, please? This year, you know, you hardly, these days, is iPads. The same iPad with pornography on it. The same iPad with all kinds of evil on it. That's what is also holding the Bible. But I thank God for those days when if you had a Bible, there was no Facebook attached to it. There was no Twitter attached to it. That's what is called the Holy Bible. Any Bible on an iPad is not a Holy Bible. A Bible on a phone is not a Holy. The word Holy means separated. Holy does not mean without fornication. How can a Bible fornicate? Can the Bible fornicate? Holy, ho- the word holy does not mean not committing adultery. Holy means separated. And when you are separated, of course, you won't commit adultery. You won't fornicate. But I'm saying the word holy means separated. So if your Bible is on a phone with Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, other things, it's not holy. It's not separated. It's a Bible. I'm not saying it's not a Bible. It's a Bible, but it, it's not separated. It means as you are reading it, anything can enter it. A phone call can break through. A WhatsApp can come. A, an idea on Facebook can take you there. But blessed are those who read this pure old book. Hello!
This is a holy Bible. I'm not stopping you from reading or having a Bible. I've got many Bibles on my phone. Nothing less than a hundred Bibles on my phone. And I use it. But it is inferior. I'm your pastor. I'm telling you that. A Bible on, if you are sitting here, and the only Bible you have is a Bible on a phone, you will never know God. Take it to town, to the bank. You'll get money. You will never know God. And that is the reason why there are pornographer keyboardists, masturbating musicians, fornicating pastors, seducing singers. Because we have money to enter without the door. The door, Jesus said, I am the door. I'm the door. There's no other message today. There's no other message today. If you are here, this year, if you joke with the word of God, you are joking with your destiny. There is nothing you will experience in God without the word. This word. This is Jesus. Anybody here looking for Jesus? This is Jesus. And some of you have money to find some fake Jesus, some plastic Jesus without the Bible. Without him. I think today may be the shortest message I've I've preached. Without him. Without him. This year, I don't care. I, I heard one pastor saying that it's the year of double. Double, double. Because it's 20, 20. So, so even the 20 is 2. 20, 20. And also the 20 has got 2 in it. And the 2's are 2. So whichever you go, by any combination and permutation, it's double. But I want you to know, never base your expectations on numbers and people's projections. Base your expectations on the word of God. I said by this time, I should be preaching about how to be a shepherd. And I'll preach about it. But I will not make the mistake I made in the earlier service. Because some of you have managed to dance 
without the door. We have entered dancing stars. Today there are pastors who have entered the ministry without the Bible. They quote more from Mandela. They quote more from Obama. They quote more from Trump. They quote more from motivational speakers than from the Bible. I want to tell you Anything you want to come out of this year? Debt. Poverty. Depression. Chaos in your family. Diseases, madness, self-destruction, fornication, anything you want to come out of this year, Psalm 105, verse 16. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He broke the whole staff of bread. There was nothing in town. He sent a man before them. Even Joseph. His original identity was a prince. But they sold him. And some of you have been sold. They said things about him. They lied about him. They sold him for a servant. A prince became a servant. A married woman, a woman who should be married by now, is now single without a beloved. A brother who by this time should be free from all the family cases is now bound to a shrine in the family. He was sold for a servant. That is what is called the paradox of life. That what you ought to be, you never are, you never become. Because in life, there are no straight lines. There's nothing like a straight line. In life, the shortest distance between two points 
It's not a straight line. If you try and use a straight line, you may find what you are not looking for. To really find the shortest distance between two points, you have to go round and round and round. The man who should have been a, the, the dearly beloved, Joseph was the father's darling boy. But he was now a slave, polishing shoes, cleaning the houses, washing women's underwear. Somebody who was his father's darling boy. And many of us have found ourselves in places which are a mistake. Yes. Even if it is in Potiphar's house, that life there is a mistake. I don't care whether you work in Flagstaff House or Castle or what, Presidential, whatever. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Not everywhere there's money is for you. Where Joseph was staying, there was a lot of money there. In fact, that was the modern day America. The whole world was fed by Egypt at a point. The whole world. When I say the world, the world. And Joseph was there. But that was not his original place. His original place was by his father. By his brothers. Through hatred and lies. Sold him. So the Bible says, he was sold for a servant. Shout the word of God. Verse 18. Whose feet they hurt with fetters. Fetters are those iron shackles that the slaves wear to prevent them from running away. Fetters. So once your feet are in fetters, you can't move the way you want to move. You can't run. Some of you, your feet in ministry are in fetters. Your feet in business are in fetters. Your marital feet are in fetters. And he was laid in iron. Hands, neck. He moved slowly bound in fetters. Today, whatever represents iron, bars, shackles, fetters, the fire of Pentecost comes to melt it right now. I said the fire of Pentecost comes melted right now. Yes. The word of God, the Bible says, it was like fire in my bones. The word of God is able to melt shackles and fetters which were used to bind your uncle, your mother, your father. But your problem is that you don't have any relationship with this book. The word of God is not in your life. They hurt him with fetters. And he was laid in iron. Verse 19. Until. Until the time his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. You are in bondage. You are in fetters. You, you, you will live a life in contradiction. Until your word comes. 
some of you, your life is waiting for a word. Mm. A word. A word. My wife's life was waiting for a word. When her word came, that go ye into the world and preach the gospel. She was a 16-year-old girl. 16 years. But all she knew was that a Christian should preach. That was her word. So she was studying hard maths. Physics, in fact, where I met her, which was a math school. Vacation classes. Hard maths, modern maths, all the things. She was studying biology. She was studying chemistry. She was studying physics. But she also had a word. And when that word came, she went out and witnessed to many people. So today, she has a husband. She has a husband. Because of the word she obeyed. When she was witnessing, she wasn't doing something that was common in her family. She was only obeying the word of God. Her word came. Like as I'm preaching now, my word has come. My word has come clearly to serve him, to give him my life. It's in the Bible. When your word hasn't come, you think other things you are doing are important. John 4. Jesus was at the well. He had sent his disciples to go and buy meat. As he sat there at the well, a lady came. Please give this lady a bucket or an offering bag to put on her head. Is that, is that an offering bag? Yes. Put it on your head and come. Yes. This is Jesus sitting down by the well. And she put it down. And where she was going to fetch the water, Jesus was there. He was sitting on the well. So she also sat down. You ask the nearest woman, a woman without water. Stop thinking about it. Don't think about it. Even still, because it is Hamatan, some of you manage to come to church without bathing. <laughs> I'm preaching. You see, when you have not met your word, your, you see, un, until his word, his word, not their word, or a word that was preached, his word, if you have not found your word, you are in shackles and fetters. 
The woman sat down with Jesus. This was her pot. Something she did every morning. Because she's a woman. She has children. She has plates to wash, clothes to wash, and everything. But she met the word. She met what? The word. I'm even surprised, first of all, as I think about it, that she was able to, for five minutes, put aside her quest for water and chat with the word of God. As they chatted and talked and discussed, when she got up, Get up. We're expecting that she will ask Jesus Christ to move aside so as he fetches the water to go and bath. But the Bible says she left the water pot there and went to the men. Go to the men you have been sleeping with. Call them. Not man. Man. Gather them. You have been fornicating with. Call all of them. He said, come and see a proper man. Come and see a proper man. They followed her. Oh, she's looking for more. Yes. Bring them. He said, come and see. Come and see. A proper man. I said, come and see a proper man. I'm saying that if you have not met the word of God, eh, your word, you'll be doing things you think are very, 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 very important. If she had not met Jesus, the carrying of the water and the fetching of the water would have been the most important thing in her life. And if you ask her, why do you go up and down every morning fetching water? She'll give you 12 reasons why water is important. But she had not met her meter. But when you meet your meter, when you meet the real world, a lot of the things we are doing, eh, a lot of the things we are busily chasing are very unimportant. They are very unimportant. But you have not found the word. You can imagine how many years I gave my life to the study of medicine and all the specialties I went into. You can imagine. Few doctors are at my level. My, my life is a doctor's dream that he or she may never attain to. And it's very important. And I, I, I prided myself in it. Until the day my word When your word hasn't come, you may think betting is important. Yes, soccer bet. When your word has not come, you may think that girl is important. 
when your word has not come, you may think that man is important. Until the time his word came. The word of the Lord tested him. Can I tell you, Pastor, everybody's life is waiting for a word. Some, some people die without ever meeting their word. A few people, like some of us, meet our word. That's why I tell people, don't force people to do things. When somebody has not met his word, pressure on him will only produce a very, very, very fake response. A very, very transient response. At best, an ephemeral. Short-lived. Like grass, like a flower. It appears, it blooms, it blossoms, it brightens up. The next time you go there, it's not there. If you don't bet your word, if your word hasn't come, hmm, that is why today, on the first Sunday, I'm preaching about the word of God as the title of the message. Because whatever God has for you in August, in July, in March, is based on the word of God. But until you found it, you may be a slave in a palace and think that that's your best life. Today, if there's any Nuggets, any diamond I will throw out to you. It is the diamond of asking you to believe God that your word will come. She met the word. She met her word. When she met her word, water, water pot became unimportant. What she was ready to defend, write an essay on. And, and that's why, see, for me, maybe it comes with old age. Maybe it comes with old age. I am now, I don't even have energy. To force people to do things that I think will help them. I just throw it down. I just say, I feel you must do this. And I leave it there. You may think I've forgotten about it. But it's on my mind. Hmm. But you can, you can never force somebody who is blind to see the light. If the person's eyes are not open. That's why Ecclesiastes 11 says, it is a pleasant thing to see the, the sun. It's very pleasant when you have a revelation. 
He said, he said, light is sweet. Light is very sweet. But not everybody sees the sweetness of the light. Why? Because many are blind. So he, say, he ends by saying, it is a pleasant thing for the eye to behold the sun. See, it's a water carrier. He's a lawyer. He's a mason. He's an Uber driver. He's a politician. Just like this woman. Please go and take your pot. Just like this woman. All of you. Whatever you are doing, your masonry, law, Uber driving, politics, everything is very important to you. Until you meet your word. If you've not met your word, you may think that this is the most important thing. Do you know how many people enter the medical school and finish? Then when you finish, you are called doctor. Then now you start your search. That's the beginning of your search for the real medicine. You go. The school I've been to, the school. It was very important. I gave myself to it. There was a time in my life I lived in the library. You see, like a dog is in a kennel. And then you go and give the dog bones or meat. I lived in the library. My wife was coming to the library to give me food. She brings food and takes the previous bowl back. (laughs) By the time I came out of the library, I was fat. You can imagine me very fat. (laughs) Very fat. I had lived my life on cake and malt. Fruit cake and malt. Very important to me. Until the day I met a word. That it was the, the, I met my word in an aeroplane. In a plane. I was about to buckle. And I heard it clearly. I pray for you. That you will meet your word. It's my, my, my greatest prayer for you is that you will meet your word. Even as a pastor, you will meet your word. Many times, when I'm in my bed with my phone, working. I asked myself, who, who has sent you? Why? There's a page I am on. I'm, I'm put, I'm, it's, and I asked myself, why? Even the people who are reading the thing you are posing, they're not interested. Can't you see their responses? It's because they know they'll be sad. That is why they are responding. They are not interested. Look at the depth of what they are saying. (laughs) But when a man has met his word, when a man has met his word, one of my sons was earning at the time over there about 20,000 $25,000 $25,000 a month. At least I know of twenty, twenty thousand dollars a month. 
I was there. He sent me a text. He said, I want to enter full-time ministry. I said, what are you saying? That, that, why, why will I also get my, my dollars? <laughs> I sent a reply. I said, your eyes have become open now. Today, what was his tithe is bigger than his salary today. But he has found a good life, the real life for his soul. One you've not found, it's not, it's not about how much money you have or how much money you earn. It is about your soul. That's what I'm saying. Some of you, even as I'm preaching, nothing I'm saying even enters you because you are really a robber and a thief. You didn't come here properly. The people who came here properly through the word of God, they are the ones being affected by the message I'm preaching. Today, call me a prophet. There will be nothing in 2020 for you without the word of God. Without him was not anything made. In fact, you should be afraid of getting a husband if you are not into the word of God. You should be very afraid. The type of man you are about to get will haunt you for the rest of your life. You should be very worried to get a pretty girl like this as a wife. When you've not read your Bible, when you've not studied the word of God, you don't live the word of God, you should be afraid. In fact, I want to tell you five things you should do with the word of God. Five things. Please sit down. Number one, read it. Read it. Read it every day. Joshua 1.8 This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. That is, it. That is reading. Read it. You know, those days, you know, what we call reading it's not really reading. How the Muslims read is the right way to read. To read with your mouth closed is inferior. It's a Western type of education. The, the proper reading, when you are reading, you, are, you, you open your mouth. Come, let us praise the Lord. Let us sing unto the Lord our Maker. Let us come before him with thanksgiving. You, to read with your lips closed is not reading. So when Philip went to Gaza and he met the Enoch, he was reading. But see, you, 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 you read by reciting. But you forget about all those things. Read, even if you close your mouth. Read the Bible every day. Thou, and then number two, when you read it, meditate on it. I'm showing you how to be a shepherd this year. Ah, but you are a shepherd, you don't read your Bible. You are a shepherd. I, I, I was having a shepherd's meeting recently, a few weeks ago. 
I saw, I saw, as soon as I saw him, many of you were there. I said, you don't have a Bible. Just by looking at him. And I thought it was a joke. I, I, I mean, I thought I was cracking a joke. So I asked him to stand up. I said, you don't have a Bible. He said, it's true. He said, the Bible he had was some good news Bible for his friend. And his friend has come for it. Was it two weeks ago or something? Some weeks ago. For without the word was nothing made that was made, including being a shepherd. Meditate. Read the Bible every day. The Bible will tell you about marriage. The Bible will tell you about man. Like a man like this man. The Bible will tell you about man. The Bible will tell you about the fear of God. The Bible will tell you how to walk with God. The Bible will reveal your heart to you. The Bible will explain the world to you. And when you read it, number two, meditate. Think about the word of God. Let us fill your mind. Let us fill your mind. To meditate. You see, the, 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 the original meaning of the word meditate is to ruminate. Which, which, which is how animals like goats and cows eat. They chew the grass and they store it somewhere. And then when they lie down, they bring it back from storage and chew on it. Don't walk in town in the afternoon without a word you are chewing on. Because one day, as you do this every day for three years, one day, as you are chewing on the word, it becomes your word. You know, there's the difference between the word and your word. That's the word of God. But not everything. In fact, can I frighten you? Can I frighten you? When somebody comes to you and tells you something to do because of the word of God, like he has read a verse to you, don't be too quick. Because almost everything in the Bible, the opposite is also true. There are opposites which are also true. Love is true. Hatred is also true. So which one is your word? I say love is true. Thou shalt love. Love your neighbor. Pray for them. that uh, Pray for wicked people. Pray, love your neighbor. If your enemy needs food, give him love. There's also a place for hatred. If any man cometh after me, and hated not his father, his mother, his wife. There's a place to hate. But we don't talk about that. I'm saying that when somebody comes, you love, 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 love. You can, you, you can destroy your life with love. Which one is your word? To hate or to love? Your word today may be to love her. 
Tomorrow, your word for the same hair is hate. Yes. What the Bible says, go. It's not just go. The opposite is also in the Bible. It says, tarry. Don't go. <laughs> Which one is your word? When he told them to go, as they got up to go, he said, stay. Because if you have not stayed, you can't go. If you have not waited on God in prayer, in the, but as you are going, what are you going to say? You are only going to ask the person to come and see your church. You don't have what it takes to witness to a soul to let him bow his head and pray a sinner's prayer after you. You cannot do that because obey a word. Obey a word. So there's a time to go. There's a time to stay. You, st- you tarry first before you go. Which, which one do I choose? Which is mine? So, coming to tell me to go may not be the word of God for me today. There are some of you, I will never ask you to go and witness. God, if you witness, if you go to do so with him, you won't come with a soul. You will come with a pregnancy. You have not mastered. Paul said, I, I, I keep my body under. Yes, it's not everybody who must go into some things. He said, I keep my body under. Hmm. <laughs> so, you shouldn't just wish that you be me, a pastor of a large church like this. Because the pastor of a lot, if you came to stand here, look at all these girls. What will you do? What will you do? I said, for every, I'm, I'm saying that this book is a book of contradictions. Which one is your own? The book which says, marry one woman, also has men who, men, who were friends of God. <laughs> Friends of God who married ten. So which one? Should I marry one or should I marry ten? When your word hasn't come and you go and marry ten, you are done. That's why I said, don't just read it. Meditate on it. One day, one of them will be your word. My word has come. I sense it in my heart. This is my word. Jesus sent his disciples to go and preach. That's his ministry. How to go and preach. If you had met him on that day, you'd have thought that ministry is done without shoes, without a wallet, without extra purse, without money, without a staff. And they went, the Bible says that they, 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 they were victorious. They were successful. Don't take any purse. Don't take any wallet. Don't take any staff. Don't take any uh, extra shoe. Just 
You see how you are standing? You see how you are standing? Go like that. And he asked them, when you went, did you lack anything? Were you victorious? Were souls saved? Luke 10. Luke 10. They came back saved. They came back joy. So, if you meet that one, you may think that ministry is done without shoes. Ministry is done without wallets. Let me now use the proper Ghanaian language. Ministry is done without sex. And he asked them, were you successful? He said, yes. So he said, now, go again. This time, take extra shoes, extra money, extra set, and then add a sword. So, which of the two will work for you? That's why I said, what should you do? Meditate. Whether you will be a shepherd or a pastor or married. I mean, the sister who came to share her marriage testimony here, she would better listen to the word of God. Yeah, because without the word of God, she will do nothing in the marriage. You want to challenge me? <laughs> when you see a man without hair, you should be afraid of him. I've seen. Take your time and sit down with the word of God. Otherwise, you will come back home. You will come back home. My sister was having an engagement. One of my brothers he said he would never receive the diary. The Akutasekin. Never. He would never. He told my mother we shouldn't get these things or we should go and store them. So because he said this girl she will come back. <laughs> my brother said she will come back. She, she, we are hungry in the house. She's in her room with rice and steel. Eating. Well, later we went to discover that she was actually she had the kitchen in her room, and we are hungry, weeding people's farms for food. But by the grace of God, she has not come back. It's been over twenty years. She's still there. He said, "I will never." He said, "I will never chop this money. This girl will come back." Whatever prophecy about your life is not the will of God. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. I said, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Whatever a man has said about you, which is not of God. Who is it that said a thing and it cometh to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? And that Lord who commands it, that Lord is the word. Can you say that I want to end? (laughs) Anybody who wants to live this year the way you lived the other years? You may, you may die before the year ends. You may die. Yes. And evil will clear you. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. 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 Prosperous comes from meditates. Do you 
want to see prosperity? Then don't put aside the word of God. Don't put aside the word of God. Because there's something in the Bible called true riches. You can have money, we can fly away. Meditate. Prosperous. Prosperous. And thou shalt have good success. Success comes from the word of God. So any Christian who puts aside the word of God has thrown aside his success. Any success you, you appear to show it will be fake and empty and hollow. Read your Bible. That's a book. Read your Bible, pray every day. I don't know if it is here. Find it for me if it is here. Yes. That's it. Read your Bible. That's not for children. Read your Bible. It's not for children. It's not for four-year-olds. It's for you with, with hair on your face. It's for you with hair on your face and other places. It's for you. A four-year-old. How can a four-year-old read the Bible? How can a six-year-old read, read which Bible and understand what? They only know David and Goliath. You must read the Bible. You must go into Ecclesiastes. You must go into Chronicles. You must go into Nahum. You, this book is not for children. It is for you. So that you will have good success. That's why we are saddled with shepherds who have nothing to show. Barren. Because whatever is done without the word, the next thing, number three, obey it. Obey it. Don't just read it. Don't just meditate. Obey it. Anything you do in obedience to the word of God becomes your foundation. Luke 6, 48. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep. 47. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my saying and doeth them, doeth. You don't only hear or read or meditate, you also do. My dear, please look at me everywhere. The Bible is in your life not to just read but to do. There should be things you are doing because of the word of God. How is it possible everything you do is what you like? What is nice to you? What you do easily? In fact, one of the ways to be poor in life is to do things which are nice and easy. 
You didn't hear me. If you want to be poor, do things which are nice and easy. If you want to be rich, do things which are difficult and hard. So you see, those of you with easy life, you like easy things. Easy. I met a brother, I said, he's found a beloved on Facebook. Easy. Easy. Because you can easily fall in love with a picture. With a video. You can easily fall in love. I met a girl. Ha. She was telling me about her marriage. She couldn't finish telling her story. She broke down. I said, how did you meet a guy? Oh, I met him. We were friends. We lived. I met, but, 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 but. She said, but. But. For the longest time in our relationship, he was doing his master's in Germany also. So we spent it. See, I knew her as a, him as a childhood friend. But for the longest time in our relationship, courting to marry, we were on the phone. So by the time we settled down and I was marrying him, I didn't know him. Because you cannot know somebody by the phone. You can't use a phone call to know somebody. But there are people like that. Because he knows that if he goes to propose to this girl, he has to buy KFC for her. He has to buy porridge for her. He must go and visit her. He must... So no, he rather likes Facebook. That one is easy. The ministry, they want easy. I'm not having an easy life here. I, I, I'm not standing here with that. There's nothing easy here. There's nothing easy here. So even these days, when I find myself doing something which is very easy, I, I'm worried because my life is a life of suffering. I suffer to get anything I have. There's nothing in my life I, I cannot tell you the battles I fought for. Even what you think is free. What you think is free. But some of you, you like free. You, you, you want her to marry me as a lean HIV patient. Then she will feed me, care for me, love me, cuddle me, Cared for me for 10 years. And now when I become a human being, then you want to come for me. It's not like that. It's not like that. I know someone like who, who attended. What the person has got, he can't chew. She can't chew it. Literally cannot chew. She's got something everybody's enjoying. She alone cannot chew it. The Bible is not only for reading. Even some of you don't even read it. That's for you there. You are cursed and out. You will not be different from any member of your family who has been to a shrine or has been accursed. You will, you will be like, you will be in the church, but you will be like them. I am talking about better people than you who read, who meditate. Those are the people I'm telling to do 
All the time, baby. There must be something you are doing because of the word of God. Let me just chalk this one. Let me chalk it. I need to chalk it because this one is free. It's like a car in neutral. Let me chalk it. What's the first one? Read. Number two. Number three. Number four. Let me chalk it with this one. Yield to it. Yield. 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 To yield means you could move. Like when you drive, there's a, I don't know about Ghana. I'm sure there's, there's some places, a signboard, yield. That is, allow the person to pass. If you go, you're going to crash. To yield means that you have your opinion, you also know what you want. You also, by your experience, you know what is right. By your experience, you know what is not good, what is not right. But a time comes, listen to me as I'm ending. A time comes, your desire, your experience, your, 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 your ideas will crash with the word of God frontally. When that happens, where it is word versus will. Word versus will. Word versus way. The word of God versus your way. The word of God versus your will. Because we all know what is right. We, we, in fact, we all know even the church we like. But there's a time you don't attend a church you like, but you attend a church that is right. The woman I wanted to marry, originally, my original wife, a woman from Niger. My original idea was to marry a Tuareg, tall, beautiful. Yes, Niger, that place, Mali, Mali, those type of Tuaregs. I grew up with that mind. But how can you live your life dreaming about a Tuareg when a Christian sister is sitting by you? And some of you are dreaming about Tuaregs, Tuareg ministry, Tuareg business. Some of you shouldn't do your business. You must be a house help in somebody's house. You should be somebody's house boy. But you, 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 are, you are full of dreams. I said that we all have our ideas. But there is a time, ladies and gentlemen, as I end, I'm pre- what is today's message title? The, I'm starting this year. My first message is the word of God. Read it. Meditate on it. Obey it. Yield. Allow it to have its course. Allow it. You don't want to be a shepherd. And the pastor preaches, they convict you. When I was in the medical school, I had the drawings of the hospital I was going to build. 
There was a hospital in Laboni where, my, where I used to stay. I read the design and I added it to some other structures. I had a fair idea what I was going to do. My original life is not this one. Never. Never. I'm too private to stand in front of people to be talking to them. My wife told me, she said, every group picture I've seen you in, you are at the back. I said, wow, I, I didn't notice it. And she showed me, she lined about 10. My original life is not to stand in front of you to talk to you. You come and give me Tangana and say, you are the one taking care of me. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But there is a time, eh? What you want, your ideas, your experience, that's what Peter had. He had been fishing all night at a place and found no fish. Suddenly, a carpenter a fisherman fishes at a place and doesn't get anything, then a carpenter a carpenter comes and says, put your net here. If I were Peter out, I would come out of the boat to slap him. I'm preaching. Listen to me. This year, expect a word which, which flies directly in the face of how your life ought to be. How you want your life to be. Your idea about something. You expect, one day I told a wife, I said, to, say, how do I relate? I said, be a house help to your husband. Don't have any opinion. Be a house help. You don't have time to listen to a testimony anymore. I don't have time. As you are with your husband challenging, when he talks, you talk. When you are angry, you just, you just take your hand. Please, be careful. Eh? You've not met your word. And that word, it said this year, be a word chaser. Chase the word of God in the Bible, in a book. Come to church, hear the word. Have messages in your, on your phone, in your whatever. Be a, a connoisseur of the word. A connoisseur of the word. Because in it, as you listen, 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 one day your word will come. All due respect. Where you say I should put the net. I've been working there all night. You've tried everywhere. And there's nothing there. But nevertheless, at thy word. Nevertheless. This year, 2020, maybe you shouldn't be clapping here because when it is your turn, you won't clap. When your word clashes, when the word of God clashes with your ideas, when the word of God clashes with what you want to do, 
when the word of God clashes with the type of man you want to marry. Some handsome, tall man with a nice you know, beard and he appears with a very husky voice and so on. Then God brings some short man from, from, from Asante region. Short man from Asante region. Who can hardly pronounce an R. I said, don't clap yet because the word of God will try you. To try your humility. It will try, it will, it will try your words. I'm with you. I love you. I'm, then Peter, he was, he was tried. But he yielded. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. We've been working from 11.30. It's 5.45. If you appear a carpenter, you have appeared at 6.30. You say, I should cast it. You, you, you don't even know what you are saying. You don't even know what you are saying. If you had been up praying, you'd have seen us fishing here. But this year, those who are prepared to be fools are those who have the greatest wisdom of God. Yes. I always tell people that one of the gifts I have. Perhaps my greatest gift, which has given me survival to this time, is the gift of being a fool. It is far, far superior to any gift I have. The preaching, the healing, the miracle, the power ministry, the prophetic, they, are, they all fall down at the face of my gift. I have the great gift of being a fool. When I'm playing the fool with you, you will know who you are dealing with. I can play ignorant. But you will know what I know. And through it, God has preserved me. This year, try to be a fool. Put your so-called wisdom away. Put your experience away. It has not held you anyway. When the word of God comes to you, bah! Allah. Some of you who have, no, who have no plans to serve God, in this year, you will hear messages about ministry, announcements about meetings, all pro- prophecies, yield. Because that may be your word. Healed. Healed. Don't sit in the church and say, I'm, I am the teaching type. I'm not the outreach type. I'm the business type. We are not into teaching and preaching type. We are, we, we are, we are, into, we are, we are at the background. There's no background type. There's no background type. When the, it's necessary for you to be the background, we send you there. One is needed for you to be on the field. We bring you to the field. Can you yield? Can you yield? To yield means to set aside what you want. Jesus yielded. Said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will. That is how he ended up in glory. That now, when we mention his name, Philippians 2 says, every knee bows.
He yielded. He, you know, many of you think, oh, Christ, they, they love the cross. He, no, no, no. Read the Bible well. His original desire was not the cross. Originally, he told, he told God, he said, let this cup pass. Take this chalice away from me. That was his original desire. But once again, when, when the will of God is that you must drink from the chalice, you bow and you drink it. You bow. Otherwise, your neck will be broken. Your neck will be broken. What's point number one? Number two is what? Number three is what? Number four is what? Number five. Preach it. Preach it. Preach it. Sweetheart, please sit down and watch a video I posted on the pages a few weeks ago. I want us to watch it again. And also, if you have not seen this video we are about to show, it means that you are not in the church in a certain way. And this year, you must yield. Play. Study by the Center for Bible Engagement where they pulled 40,000 uh, uh, general population in the U.S. from 8 to 80. And they just wanted to see how we are engaging with Scripture. Right. And they discovered something that actually became kind of the profound discovery of the entire study. It, they weren't even looking for this, and this is kind of became the highlight of the study. Right. Um, when we're in the Scripture one time a week, and that could be church on Sunday. That's pastor saying you open your Bible... We hear the message. One time a week had negligible effect on some key areas of your life. So I'll, I'm going to spell that out more here in a moment. Two times a week, negligible effect. Now at three times a week, there was a blip on the map. Like there was a heartbeat. Something happened. Again, a heartbeat. Okay. But here was the profound discovery. When we're in the scripture four times a week, it literally spikes off the chart. You would expect that it would be one, two, th- I mean, there would be a gradual incline right. on the effect and impact that would have in your life, but it was literally one, two, three, four, something radically happens. Okay, you got my curiosity. To this what, extent. What kind of behavior is being affected? Feeling lonely drops 30%. Wow. Ang- four times a week in the four Bible. Four times a week in the Bible. Okay. Anger issues drop 32%. Uh, bitterness in relationships, marriage, a relationship with your kids, and so on, drops 40%. Alcoholism drops 57%. Feeling spiritually stagnant. You know, if there was one area when I'm talking with people that, that they'll be honest about is they just feel spiritually stagnant. Ask them the question, how much time are you spending in the Scripture? If they're in the Scripture four times a week or more, it drops 60%. Wow. Viewing pornography drops 61%. That's very important. Now, on a flip positive side, sharing your faith wow. jumps 200%. Wow. Because you have a confidence in God's word. And then discipling others jumps 230%. That's, that's amazing right there. Clap your hands for Jesus. Yeah. This is a study. 40,000 people were pulled. And they, they came to a conclusion. In fact, this was not the original reason for the research. But it just came out as a, as a collateral revelation. 
that those who were in the Bible once a week, twice a week, three times a week, they, had, they were like unbelievers. And, and he went on and said, like, like those who, like, uh, on Sunday in church, when your pastor opened your Bible, some of you are here, you are just open your Bible type of Christian. You are not different from a non-believer. And this year, expect nothing from God. Once a week, take me back to the video. Twice a week, three times, no, four times. Then we are seeing real spirituality. The recent study yes. by the Center for Bible Engagement, where they pulled 40,000 uh, p- uh, general population in the U.S. from 8 to 80, and they just wanted to see how we are engaging with Scripture. Right. And they discovered something that actually became kind of the profound discovery of the entire study. It, they weren't even looking for this, and this is kind of became the highlight of the study. Right. Um, when we're in the scripture one time a week, and that could be church on Sunday. That's pastor saying you open your Bible. Open your Bible. You hear the message. One time a week. Once a week. One time a week. negligible effect on some key areas of your life. So I'll, I'm going to spell that out more here in a moment. Two times a week, negligible effect. Now at three times Pause. a week, Pause. there was a... Negligible effect means that almost zero. If you are here, you read your Bible twice a week. You are an unbeliever who attends church on Sunday. You are an unbeliever. You and the armed robber, the drunkard, the worldly guy, you are the same. You are the same. You are an unbeliever. You are an unbeliever. Don't see yourself that you are in lighthouse or you attend church or you drink communion. You are drinking communion to hell. You are an unbeliever. Go on. Flip on the map. Like yes. there was a heartbeat. Something happened. Three times. Then again, something, a heartbeat. Like a flicker. But here was a profound discovery. When we're in the scripture four times a week, it literally spikes off the chart. Boss. You would expect that it would be... If it's four times, like one, two, three, then four. That's when we see a believer is in town. A 2020 believer. 2020 Christian. Four times. That's why today, where is my Bible? The message I preach today, you think I, was, I didn't have a message? I prepared before you knew it, before you were born. Yes. Is it? You joke with this, you will end up where unbelievers end up. You are a girl, you joke with this book, your marriage will be like your cousin unbelievers' marriage. Who told you marriage counseling is what we used to marry? What? Who is that talking to you about marriage counseling? Marriage counseling, then you are not serious. It is unbelievers. It is carnal Christians who are counseled 
you didn't hear what I'm saying. I said, which is most of the text. That is why there must be a book on model marriage. It says, carnal Christians, unbelievers, they must be guided. If you read your Bible and meditate and pray every day, you don't need marriage counseling for nothing. Quote me. You do not need marriage counseling. I wasn't counseled. I wasn't counseled. I wasn't counseled. One evening, a pastor was passing from Ghana to Switzerland and passed through London and had some meeting twice. B. I don't remember if you know what it said. Two times. Two times. Two. Two meetings. This is my 27th year in marriage. It's not much. It's not much. But let me tell you. It is people who are carnal, far from the scriptures. Because marriage, marriage is the same relationship. The only difference between you and your husband and you and I is that I don't kiss you. I don't have sex with you. I've eaten your food before. Maybe you, you can wash for me. If, my shirt, if there's oil in my shirt, go back and wash the shirt for me. Won't you wash it? You wash it. difference between you and I is that we don't have sex. Should I be counseled to relate with you? If I shouldn't be counseled to relate with you, then he shouldn't be counseled to relate with you. Because even sex is a natural. Nobody shows you where to go. You don't get the point I'm making, eh? I said, if I don't need counseling to relate with you, then he doesn't need counseling to relate with you. Ah, if my wife travels and I want to eat some fried fish and some fresh fried fish, I can go, oh, Joanna, fry some fish and bring it to me. She won't bring it. Hiya. <laughs> so my wife cooks for me. Joanna also cooks for me. What's the difference? If I don't have to be counseled. In fact, there are husbands who relate more with certain people than even with their own spouses. And there's no counseling. But we have to counsel because most of you are not Christians. Most of you are not. You are not word. You are not SU Christian. Any Christian who is outside SU, I Passion is Christianity. Read your Bible, pray every day. And it's here. It's a recent study. Those people who went, and, and even three, most of you haven't read your Bible three times as you've come here. That's why I said, 2020, those who don't do the word, they are out. They don't do the word, they are out. Because everything God will have for you will be through the agency of the word of God. Your healing is the word of God. Yeah, that's why I said, if anybody comes to church on Sunday and the person hasn't experienced church life at home, at the center, and you come and sit here, you'll be lost. 
if you close your eyes and you walk to the congregation, the next person you touch is likely not to be a correct Christian. That is where we need counseling. We need this. We have to talk to the person. You have to Because when the word of God comes, you yield. You are must be a malam, an allergy, and a fetish spirit to be able to marry you. To marry you, I must be an allergy, a fetish priest, and a malam with spiritual powers. Baba, no fear God. Then I can stay in the house with you. Wicked. No word of God. She has come with hair and rasta and fingernails. A bare word. How many times did you have your quiet time last week? I'm very sorry your first Sunday has been destroyed. I'm very sorry. I apologize. But if I have something better, I always, I always give my best. This, this, this is my best I can give you. Those who were in the word four times, honey, roll it, baby. A heartbeat. Okay. But here was a profound discovery. When we're in the scripture four times a week, it literally spikes off the chart. You would expect that it'd be one, two, th- I mean, there'd be a gradual incline right. on the effect and impact that would have in your life, but it was literally one, two, three, I think you, the, four, the word and something the radically happens. Okay, you got my... Correct it for me. But, but, how many of you have got the message already? Yeah. If you are in the word four times a week, depression drops by what? So, so you see that your depression is a sign of your own spirituality, not because a boy broke your heart, because many girls' hearts have been broken. So your depression may be a, a marker, a harbinger of your own spirituality. What else? Pornography dropped by 61%. So the, your, your addiction to porn may be because of your lack of the Bible. Where's my Bible? That if you were to read your Bible four times a week, perhaps you watch pornography only three times a month. Three times a month. And by the sixth month, you are free. Remember Michael? What's a drunkard? What was a drunkard? What were you drinking? Seda. 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 Share down. Share down. They used to smoke Indian hemp in sacks. Not rolls, joints. Am, am I lying? Sorry? We are not lying at all. It was brought to you, the, the, the leaves, in, a, in what? In sacks. They don't know you. They don't know you. Please don't let them see you. All the handsome men in the church. That's it. Reverend Michael. That's it. Indian hemp in sacks. But you see, there's something about the word of God. When you enter it every day, that's what we say, read your Bible and pray every day. I know that this is the year of the serpent, but I'm talking to you about the word of God. Doing pornography. Just by 61%. What's the next one? 
61%. That's very important. Now, on a flip positive side, sharing your faith wow. jumps 200%. When you begin you have to confidence. When you begin to share your faith, that's what the last point is what preaches. When you preach, your spirituality, your strength, your it jumps. Things vanish. I was in Adenta Church many years ago, and I told a brother, he was sleeping with my church members. And I told him, I said, I know you. And I said, what you are doing here, I have a master's degree in it. <laughs> I, I said, I know you. You don't know I know you. So I have a PhD. I said, I, told, I, said, I am faster than you. I am fast. But be very careful. The reason why I'm not behaving the way you are behaving in the church is because of the ministry I'm doing. It's the preaching, the teaching, the prayer, the word of God. So I look like a powerful man, but it's, I'm not powerful. I'm weak. But there's something about the word of God. And it's that. When, and it's that, because you have a confidence. Move on. You have a, wow. confidence, in you have a confidence in God's word. And then discipling others. Go on. This jumps 230%. When you disciple that's, that's others. That's amazing right there. When you shepherd others. When you shepherd others. Your spirituality, your strength. It just boosts. So, so as I'm standing here, I'm sure I look like some man of God. I'm not a man of nothing. It's just the word. I'm nothing. I'm, I'm no more stronger than you, than you are, than a good. the word. You look great. And you are great. When you share your faith. And when you disciple others, then your, 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 your life escalates. So when we declare a year of the shepherd, we are not talking about something that will let you bring people to church. But we are talking about something that will save you from going to jail one day. That will save you from a marital collapse. That will save you from drugs. You yourself from depression. Because this morning, in the Hamatan, I had to read my Bible. All through the week. I had to read my Bible. Because I'm teaching. I'm, I'm having church services on the pages with people. So, by, by, by the work alone, I am forced. It's like when the rain is falling and you have to go and take something from a car. Because you must go to the car, some rainwater will, will drop on you. So when you see the rainwater on you, it's not because you like rainwater or you are into waters or you are into drops, but because of the work you are doing, it naturally will let rain touch you. Because of the work I'm doing, it naturally takes me to the Bible every day. And in doing that, my life gets better. So what destroyed my cousins has no power over me. Not because I'm a superman. I'm nothing. So when you are in the church and you don't preach the word, you don't have a lifestyle 
of sharing, like he said, sharing your faith. You share it. You share it. Romans 8 says, How beautiful on the mountain at the feet of them who bring good news. When you bring good news to someone, your life becomes beautiful. The ugliness in your life can change when you preach the word of God. I'll say it three times. I've said it one. one. Number two, the ugliness in your life will change to beauty when you preach the word of God. Number three, the ugliness in your life emanating from the type of useless family you have come from. Useless family you have come from. That will change to the glory of God when you preach. That's why number one is what? Read it. Number two is what? Meditate on it. Number three is what? Obey it. Number four is what? Yield to it. Number five is what? Preach it. And how shall they preach? Except they be sent. This year, may I be able to send you. May I be able to come into the choir and say, you, are you a center leader? Are you a center leader? Go to this area and go and preach. When I send you, go. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. Even the feet are beautiful. How much more their face. Even the feet. How much more their lives. The feet are the dirtiest parts. Walking through places, the type of rubbish on the feet. If you take a swab of your interdictal spaces, you won't believe what is there. Even if the feet are beautiful. And when the Bible talks about the feet, there are other meanings, but we don't discuss those ones. It's not for Sunday church service. But for you, I'm talking about the feet. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. This year, may you carry your quiet time to someone. I'm sharing some things with my leaders. Tomorrow is the third week. For my quiet time. Quiet time. There's nothing I've said I've read in a book. For my quiet time. Every verse, the Lord is speaking. Every verse, the Lord is speaking. And it has changed me. Don't be a Christian who reads his Bible once. This year, don't do Bible twice a week. This year, don't do Bible three times a week. I beg you. I beg you. If you can't do it every day, try to do four times a week. Believe God to do five. That's all I can give you. If I had a verse from Obadiah, I'd have shared it. I got a video. I brought it to church. If you are just singing in the crowns and you don't read your Bible every day, you are a fool. I'm telling you in English, you are a fool. 
If you play instruments and you don't read your Bible every day, you are a session man. This year, it is a year of God. It's a year of God. Maybe it's because some of us are not very educated. So we, some of us, we need God because we don't have education. We don't have money. So we need God. Maybe you have money. God bless you. You have a job. It's okay. Leave us to work with our God. But for any of you here who has any mind of expecting God to touch your life and to do anything for you, your key this year, your marriage, to be a wife in the house or to end it, is the word of God. Thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And thou shalt have good success. Read it. Meditate on it. Obey it. Yield to it. And preach it. The word of God. In 2020. It's your key. Rise your feet. Let your two hands everywhere. No movement. No zero movement. The people who read it, who meditate on it, who obey it, who yield to it, who preach it, they shall you can also walk about without the word. And I've told you already, it is possible. It is possible to be around without the word. You can enter without the door. You can climb the window. You can climb the wall. You can enter without the door. The people that do know their word. We are praying. Rabbi Dini Pray. 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 
Ibamianzoto to coronantagara Nanda is paramun fenfer Yungundu de reinstaru cantana Ilasa de enkere de beirando debli in cabasta Ledaga dimini manta badabalado Babora babora bababado Bidinamado For without him was nothing made that was not anything made that was made the day I find a better message, I'll bring it to you. Are you praying? 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 Are Please close your eyes as we close the service today. What a privilege. Father, we thank you for building a church like this. Yes. Yes. we can come yes. to and receive something for our souls. Yes. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Panula kasundiri mahandesa. Zenua mahanda stabala. Zopli mahande koskelabona mahande kalimazonda. Zama adosti brima andakraba kadaza. Shomi andosi pa andala brago dima donze maleanda. Rendo sota mahande sketolia. Zino mandia kota miande stabia tolaba Ande ke toma Ande ndurima sumiando kaba Semi otamrima sundirima handa Ande kondolomo semiande kamandolobosa Imando, imando, indemo samiande le bahanda Namando ndeniandolobo sante Limonde moske mandalaba satalaba Mato mianda, mato miando nama, mandi atosi mahandala bakata. Yanderi amosande me ande ya komande ya hada. Yamiando lobo sakianda sta mahandala bakata. Randi kome ande mosti manderi aboketa. Remia handiba handiba masanda, handiba masandi adoba stediata. Anda nanda nandi nyondi nyondi nibosa. Amando nimiando lobosata. Ande nimoski brama katari abasata. Ah tamandoga tamanderi abasa. Rama kataya. Anda labasa. Anda labasa. Anda labasa. Anda ramanda ramanda labakataba. Rimini bosepa. Sobia. Sobia ndosi. Sumia andeshi atala hande. Handa 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 miando ndeli amos kandiri amane yanda lende di mosa miande makonde 
Dindirimo has commanded Handalabaka. Ondi miando honderimo seba. Andino mandi atosa. Asindo mikote mahindi. Rondi makopani atosa bayanda. Sandika komalande. Komayanda. Tomianda sa. Kananianda nikanda. Andino mo sanda. Shanda damahanda. Tanimos katea tabasa. Tanimo te priata stidia. Sadino mohanda. Sadino mohanderia te pasumiandeka. Ada sandia. Bondia dosa. Anino mo ke mandino kopandi sanda. Andria kombri andia kakanda. Kakanda niando saba. Tanino moshendaria makata. How could we go wrong without the word? How could we divorce if you had the word? How could we crash? How could our lives be like this? How can we be without dreams and visions without the word? How can we end up this way? How can we have the word and be like this? How can we have the word and live like this? How can we have the riches of the treasures of the word of God? And be scrounging at the rubbish dump. How? How can our marriages be like this? How? How? Mandorobo. Karabasa. Katimo sindana mayada. Ajabaka. Touch their hearts, Lord. Touch their hearts. Lord, I'll finish preaching. I finished preaching. I can't do more than this. I don't know what else to do. I finished preaching, Lord. If you don't help them, I, I, I don't know what to do. I've done my part. That's what you've done for me. I've not withheld anything. Even the video, you told me what to do. I've done it. I don't know what else to do, Lord. Have mercy. Have mercy on those who are far from your word. Yes. Have mercy on those who are who have successfully lived the church life without your word. Have mercy on us. Yes. And redirect our love. Yes. Redirect our love. Oh yes. Towards you. Redirect our hearts to love you. Kamanika. Kronakanda. Kanyadabasata. Oh Jesus. We are pastors. But no word. We are bishops. But there's no word. We are shepherds. No word. We are church leaders. We are singers. We play instruments. We are in the church. But the word. And you said that we are like a man that without a foundation builds. Lord, have mercy on all of us who are built without a foundation. We have managed to build an image. But there's no foundation of the word of God. Kanino nasi nalabakanda koti basha masato masata sombri mahande shekadu mahanda krasaka kanu mahande masate bayanda kababa. How we managed to be in the church without your word? Ha! We need a Nobel Prize. We need a Nobel Prize. How we have managed to be in church for 15 years. Mm. 
20 years and I've not been obedient like Caleb said I was obedient I was obedient today I pray Lord for that young boy for that young girl who is now starting as for us we have lived our lives but I pray for that young girl that 23 year old who is now coming up Lord touch her heart to set her eyes on your word before she breaks her heart Nakatamasa Lord, let today's message be an eternal foundation. Eternal foundation. Masino Mahandalaba. Kenulama. Kenulama. Kenulama Mayana. Hasapa. Save us. Save us from once a week in your word. Deliver us from twice a week in your word. Deliver us from three times a week in your word. Have mercy on us. And let your will be done. Every eye closed, please, and every head bowed. If you are here today, you are not born again. Today is the first Sunday. It's a beautiful day for you to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. If you are here, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, I need Jesus. Wherever you are, every eye is closed and every head is bowed. Lift your hand. I'm going to pray a simple prayer with you. First Sunday is your Sunday to me. Yes. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see. Wow, 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 wow. All over this place. Lift, 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 lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Everywhere. If your hand is up, take your Bible, take your notebook, and come to me here. I'm going to pray with you. Come. 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 God bless you. My dear. Sunday. I found my way to the cross. I found my way 
dear Jesus, dear Jesus, please receive me. Please receive me. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. I'm so dirty. I'm so dirty. My sins have made me dirty. My sins have made me dirty. Please wash me. Please wash me. And cleanse me. And cleanse me. Oh God. Oh God. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. You are my master. You are my master. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will live for you. I will live for you. I will please you. I will please you. Thank you for today. Thank you for today. And thank you for this church service. And thank you for this church service. I will never forget today. I will never forget today. Help me to serve you. Help me to serve. Help you. me to live for you. Help me to live help me for to you. obey you. Help me to obey help you. Help me to walk with you. Help me to walk with you. This is the day I've been waiting this for. This is the day I've been waiting for. My life has been waiting for this day. My life has been waiting for this day. And I'm happy I found Jesus. And I'm happy I found thank Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, receive these ones. Preserve them. Let them know you. Plant them. Yes. Touch their hearts. Yes, Lord. I can touch their hearts. Touch their hearts. Yes, Lord. They will be planted here. Planted. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You see our pastors here. Can you see them? Please go to them. They're going to talk to you. Clap your hands and appreciate them. Celebrate them with a hand clap. Celebrate them. Celebrate them. Celebrate them. Keep clapping for them. we ask that you bless this communion element in Jesus name as we come to your table let something supernatural happen to us as we eat amen let life enter us amen in Jesus name amen amen brothers sisters we
Take your communion. Lift your bread. Lift your bread. This is the body of Christ. Another name for the body of Christ is the church. By eating this, you are becoming fused to the church. Amen. Nothing can take you out of it. Amen. Nothing can remove you. Amen. And know that when you are out of the church, you are out of your life. When you are out of the church, you are out of your place. So when we eat this, we are literally eating and internalizing the church. And all the blessings that come with the church, including the blessing of endurance. Amen. Longevity. Yes. But when others, we are in Ghana, banks have collapsed, but the church marches on. Amen. Political parties, we can't find them, but the church marches on. That's how you are also going to march on. Amen. Because the church is a part of your life. Amen. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. much life is in this cup. So much. When you drink it, you are drinking life. Amen. Nothing will take your life from you. Amen. This new year, may this life take you far. Amen. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. For healing. Amen. For strength. Amen. For togetherness. Nothing will be scattered from your life. Amen. Lift your hands. Especially for those of you who are in front here. May a new zeal. Oh, Billy is here. I'm very happy to see you. You and I have a relationship. Lift your hands. And let me curse something that is trying to follow you. Amen. I'm using words. Something that followed your mother and is trying to follow you. I'm cursing it now. Amen. I curse it now. Amen. Somebody just received something in your belly. Mm. It's like a chip. Mm. For survival. Amen. I heard heard it here. Survive. Amen. You will survive. Amen. Why they expect you to finish. 
That's when you'll be blossoming and becoming bigger. Amen. Receive survival. I receive it. Receive survival. I receive it. You are going to survive conspiracies. Amen. You are going to survive attacks. Amen. On your personality. Amen. On your life. Amen. Receive the survival spirits. I receive it. You've eaten it already. So it is now in your blood. Whatever disease is in your blood. Jesus. I command that disease to melt. Amen. To disappear. Amen. To vanish. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody here, you are not supposed to go beyond 51. 5 1. But by a prophetic word, I extend your years. Jesus. New life. Amen. New life. New life. New year. New life. Amen. New year. New life. Amen. Take it home. I receive it. Take it home. I receive it. Take it home. I receive it. Your face is shining. Amen. Your face is shining. Shining. Your face is shining. Shining. Your face is shining. Shining. Receive shining faces. I receive it. Receive a shining countenance. I receive it. Receive favor now. I receive it. Ah. An angel just touched somebody's face. Ratatos. Somebody's face has been touched. Amen. You are going to be liked. Amen. Important people will like you. Amen. Important people will like you. Amen. Father, I thank you. Jesus. Can you please lift your hands and let's get this away. Because of the blood. Evil that was meant to end on you. That evil will jump you. Amen. By reason of the Passover anointing. The car you were supposed to board and die in. By reason of this communion, Gross. you will not, you will be late to take that car. Amen. You will take the next torture. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So by this one, I cancel death. Amen. Can you lift your hands and let's get this one also out of the way? Because of the blood you drank. You have drank new life. Amen. Therefore, anyone here, any brother, any sister, who has been appointed for backsliding, mm. your love for God weakening, Jesus, your interest in God becoming zero soon, mm. I block that backsliding spirit. Amen. And I declare a new life for you. New life. 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 
be healed. Amen. In your knees, in your toes. Somebody here, your toes, your toes, your toes. There's healing. Amen. There's healing in someone's toes. There's healing in somebody's womb. Jesus. Receive healing now. I receive. Somebody here with a mental condition. Either it is existing now or it was about to come. I release a power that blocks that mental condition from coming. Be free. Amen. Be healed. Amen. Be delivered. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you. We are grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated.